the Defenders Podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. I'm Tammy. <laughs> and Matt and Mel are away again this week. Maybe they, they are like, what's the Star Trek films rule that like only the odd or even numbers are good? Like maybe Matt and Mel can only do like even numbered episodes. I don't know. Um, so obviously Matt and Mel are the M&M of the podcast. So I had to track down... Uh, guests that could be the Eminem for this podcast <laughs> in Matt and Mel's absence, <laughs> which was just a happy coincidence. Uh, so we have two guests this week. We have Megan. Woo! Hello. Hi. And we have Dr. Moira. Woo! <laughs> hey there. Hey. Both returning guests. Now you're making me hungry because now Megan and I are Eminems. <laughs> Eminems. Yum. I found yeah. out that a store in my town sells the white chocolate M&M's the other day, and I was like, well, there goes my salary. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're the best. Oh, so good. Um, your paycheck is handed over. Yeah, <laughs> just take all my money. I'll drown in M&M, white chocolate M&M's. <laughs> like Scrooge McDuck, I'll just swim in them. <laughs> oh, the new DuckTales. Oh, the new oh. DuckTales is so great. Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that because it's got David Tennant in, so it's tangentially related yeah. to Jessica Jones. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I love it. And I, I yeah, and David Tennant. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so Megan. Yes. I, I, I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> have you okay. only seen up to episode three or have you seen the entire season of The Defenders? I've seen the whole thing multiple times. Like you're the expert this week. How many times have you seen it now? Mm, Four. Wow. So you can point out things I'm wrong about in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I don't know. (laughs) But I know. (laughs) I know that you've seen it multiple times because. Was it as, as soon as you finished watching it, you, you sent me a, a private message and it was just like, ah! about like everything yeah. to do with the season? Continuity yeah. and all that, yeah. It was so funny. It was just like, right, I'm going to get this out of my system before I come on the podcast because I know I can't talk about future episodes on the podcast. So, blah, here's my thoughts for the whole season. It was so great. <laughs> uh, Moira, what about you? As is my habit, I have only watched up until episode three. Nice. Exciting. Because I, I, sh- oh, I have restraint, so okay? I have restraint. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I just didn't have time to watch all of it. But, you know. <laughs> You're a busy person. Oh, busy bee. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is the shortest season as well, so there's only mm. eight episodes, so it's kind of nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, it's very Games of Thronesy of them. I think all shows should be less than 10 episodes. I think it's yep. like a good length, you know? Yeah. Less than 10 yeah. maximum. It's, it's a good yeah. length. I agree. That's very much a British thing. And I wish the uh, the American shows would get on board with yeah. that. You don't need Seasons 22 shows. Sherlock with like three episodes. That's too short. Mm-hmm. But 20, mm-hmm. 22 episodes is insane. Mm. Yep. That's crazy. Um, okay, so I've got a couple of bits of news for this week. One is, and, and Tammy and I actually discussed this a, a, a bit before we recorded, one is that the Inhumans, the first two episodes were released at uh, IMAX cinemas this week. Um, the 
the sort of reviews, the, the critical reviews have not been great, but I've actually heard from a lot of people who went to see it that are not reviewers or critics, and they enjoyed it, so I, I don't know what to make of it at the moment. Um, I was Me and Tammy were talking about it because I sort of said I'm quite willing to wait until it is released eventually on... Yeah. television because for anyone who doesn't know this is the first two episodes of the Inhumans uh, television series that's going to be on ABC um, and it's uh, they've done the first two episodes in IMAX cinemas for a month before the show is released on the on the 29th I think of September um, but obviously it's in IMAX prices which is extortionate and um, from what I've heard you don't have to see it in IMAX but uh, I actually spoke to our listener, Rebecca, about it the other day, quite in depth. And I may still release that as a little bonus episode because she went to see it and she gave me her thoughts on it as a massive comic book fan of the Inhumans. And we sort of talked about some of the flaws about it and some of the things that were good. And I asked her a load of questions. Um, but I just thought I'd bring it up because it's a, a different um, it's kind of an experiment that Marvel are doing in terms of releasing uh, something like this that they've never done before. Uh, I don't know if, how much you guys know about it, uh, Moira and Megan. Mm, next to nothing. <laughs> yeah, not much except for all the Inhuman stuff on Shield, which mm-hmm. I haven't watched in like a year or so. so. Yeah. From what I understand, it's not really They're linking not with them. So. Yeah, I think there's like one reference, but mm. that's it. Um, but it, it seems like a shame because it, it, it seems like the um the cast has done like loads of work in it um they've worked really hard they really put their heart into it but it's just like a lack of budget unfortunately and it needs to be something that has a much bigger budget because it's this fantastical world that they're creating almost like guardians of the galaxy uh whereas if you've got the more grounded heroes you can get away with the lower budget um so it it seems like a, a shame if it does um, fail. That's going back to like you know the issue, some of the issues with Iron Fist. Exactly. Similar. Yeah. Like they just don't have. To yeah. Them yeah. They they need to learn to adjust or not do those characters. And, yeah. You know, I'm not saying that because I don't care for anything like that. It's just they need to figure that out because yeah. Marvel's so good at so many things, and it's just this one area where it's like if you don't have the budget, that's fine. Then either don't do it or do it differently. Yeah. Um, and it, that's interesting as well. You said about Iron Fist because it's the same showrunner. It's Scott Buck. Um, so uh, yeah, so uh, there's a lot of people that are blaming him for it. Um, but there's also a lot of uh, among Marvel fans. There's uh, a lot of people kind of have a bit of beef with um, Inhumans anyway because because Marvel don't own the X Men. They've been pushing the Inhumans in the comics instead of the X-Men because, you know, they're not getting any film rights money from any X-Men movies. And that's kind of pissed off a lot of fans. So I I don't know how, you know, I I definitely will see it when it's released at some point in in the UK. I don't know when. But, um, yeah, I just thought it was kind of interesting the way that they're marketing it and releasing it and how the reaction has been to it. So anyway, there was that. Um, in the other piece of news, I did an interview yesterday. Um, I was really lucky to interview uh, Justin Eaton, who is the uh, stunt and fight double for Scott Glenn as Stick. Um, really, really awesome guy. Has been doing like gymnastics and stunt work for years. Um, it goes way, way back with Chris Brewster, who is obviously Charlie Cox's stunt double. 
Um, he actually, we actually see him um, not as stick in this episode. We're going to cover twice, so that's cool. So I'll point him out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was a really fun chat. I'm going to release it in the next few days. Um, but we chatted for quite a while about sort of everything to do with stunts and um, how you can get into the industry. He was also uh, he did mocap for Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool. Um, he was also oh. the double for Benedict Cumberbatch in Doctor Strange. Um, and he was oh, wow. in my favourite season of American Horror Story, which was season two, Asylum. Uh, he was Bloody Face, which is amazing. Um, so, yeah, so I'll release that in the next couple of days. But, yeah, we had a, a blast talking about that. Hmm. Uh, right. So now to this episode. So this is episode three of season one of The Defenders, Worst Behaviour. Um, I think we'll have to decide who is the worst behaviour they're talking about in this episode. Maybe when we do defending the episode. <laughs> um, uh, so the episode details are Electra's secrets are revealed. Danny changes his tactics. Matt gives Jessica some legal advice. Luke searches for the white hat. Not really. <laughs> Does he search for the white hat? I don't know. No, not really. Uh, no. Um, and this was written by Lauren Schmidt Hishrich and Doug Petrie and directed by Peter Hall, who's a uh, returning director as well. So this episode starts with a very long flashback. I forgot how long this flashback was <laughs> to months and months and months ago. And we go to this Turkish restaurant and Sigourney Weaver's just chilling and eating Turkish food. It just it looks so good. Yeah, <laughs> made me and, hungry. And she's savoring it, and I was thinking, oh yeah, I could watch an entire episode of just Sigourney Weaver eating dinner with uh, uh, Mads Mikkelsen from Hannibal, because when he eats, yeah. he just really savors it. I want them to have a meal together and just eat. I'd watch it. Because <laughs> she even does like this little dance, like a little shoulder thing. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I ate something that made me that happy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, what do you guys, Megan and Moira, think of, of Sigourney Weaver in this this series? I would think she was underused. Oh, okay. And that's just yeah. She was set up to be the big bad, and then I mm. won't say anything. Okay. Mhm. I know. Oh. Um. Well, having not seen the rest, <laughs> I don't know that, but. Uh, I mean, I like her. I like her presence. I like... Um, you guys have been commenting on the way that they dress her. Yeah, some of the fashions are kind of funny. But they're all sort of regal, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which I find interesting. And this reference in this scene, um, when she calls Istanbul Constantinople. Yeah. And I'm like, so how old is she? And later we find out That's she's died. Right. Yeah, she's died several times. She's skipping ahead when she talks to Electra about that. And... I was just thinking, wow, she she is so far the most formidable presence we've seen. So I think to choose this actress to be that person is is a really really good choice. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, maybe she is being under underutilized. That's uh, yeah, I'm kind of hoping she has more to do. We get to just see be- her in like action as well in this episode. Yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, that was neat. Yeah, the Ripley days. Oh yeah, <laughs> when she it? tries to. Wrestle uh, electric, yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, so this is where we get the return of our friend White Hat. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys had subtitles when you watched this. Tammy, do you have subtitles? 
Uh, yes, I do. So, do you, you saw this guy's name? I did I pay s- attention. Yeah, oh, okay. I saw it, and I, and I don't remember what it was. His name is Sawande. Huh. So that is this, that is this character's name, and he appears, and Sawande tells her that they have the black sky, and then they deliver Electra's body in a shroud. Um, Tammy, tell me what you thought about Alexandra's jacket in this scene. <laughs> 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 I don't know if you remember her jacket. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, okay. I didn't. It wasn't just the jacket. It was her pants as well. She I didn't had the these. Pants. Oh my god! They were the <laughs> biggest gold pants I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. Nice. That's good. And then, uh, yeah, I don't. She her jacket. Gold. Yeah, but her jacket looks like it should be like a blanket, and then they just cut it up and made it a jacket. Yeah. I didn't, like, dislike it. I was just like, there's a lot going on on that jacket. Yeah, it was just strange. It's kind of the opposite of her white outfits we've seen her in before. Yeah. But, again, still in this Mm cream-colored family. Yeah, And it looks like with rich sort of detailing or brocade or something. I don't know what that was. But very rich fabric. Like, yeah. I feel like she was some remote, I don't know, princess of Egypt or something. Like, I don't know what she was, but... She was Cleopatra. Oh, who knows? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, interesting. Interesting choices of fabric clothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, like, resurrection process they did... Well, Sawande says that this will use the last of their resources. Um, mm-hmm. But Alexandra Shaw... This resurrection process looks so gross... It's so gross. Uh, yeah. It's like mixing so this powder gross. with black liquid, but then I'm assuming the whole the whole casket they pour blood into it because when yeah. she comes out, it's full. Oh, it's so gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whose blood do you think I, I, it is? The farm. I think it's like all the kids' blood that they were draining. You know, the to farm. bring yeah. yeah yeah to bring these people back. But like when she emerges from it, it's. It's so gross. I just, I don't know why. I'm when sorry, I see that, like, that scene where she's like wriggling in it on the floor and can't seem to get her footing because it's just mm-hmm. all over the yeah. place. <laughs> so gross. It reminds me of mm-hmm. ectoplasm. Anybody else? Yeah. It reminds <laughs> me of the Matrix, you know, like when Neo wakes up in the Matrix and he's like, he's in a pod and it's, you know, it's. Like you've just been born. It's like she was just born. Yeah, and there's all this exactly. afterbirth, and it's oh, so yes. Yeah. When I well, see that much blood on screen, so. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. When I see that much blood on screen, I just like just think of the smell, like the coppery smell. It just makes me like oh, oh, oh it's so horrible. Do you know, you know I was, oh, yeah. I was thinking about the filming of it because Alexander's wearing a pretty simple garment at that point. Yeah. And and when she finally you know fights her and wrestles her and then she's holding her from behind, I was thinking, wow! Once you let her go, you're gonna have blood smeared all over the front of your clothing. It's gonna yeah. look horrible. Well, that's so, going to the cleaners. Yes, no kidding. <laughs> Which just made me kind of wonder, from a practical point of view, whether they you know they just only had to shoot that once or what? I'm yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if that was like Elodie or her double that filmed that scene. Um, I don't know. But it's it's very like. When she she's just kind of whimpering and she's confused mm-hmm. and oh she plays it so well it's just it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of horrible to watch you know yeah. yeah 
Um, so we kind of go through, a, obviously, a few weeks, I guess, or months with Electra in the next few scenes. Like, Alexandra's giving her food to eat, and then we find out that she doesn't really mm-hmm. remember anything. Which, when I heard and that was going to be a part of this season, yeah. and she can't speak, yeah. I, I don't mm-hmm. like amnesia plots in shows. <laughs> it kind of really winds uh-huh. me up. It, it sort of made sense, I guess, because she's been resurrected. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. Well, how do you keep all of your fighting abilities and instincts and the, and the ability to speak, but not have your memories? Yeah. How do you not, not remember yeah. where those fighting ability came from, yes. as in being trained by stick? Yeah. I, I don't well, like I soap think, opera. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. They, they try to make it seem like she's basically just this vessel for the black sky. So in that case, I saw it more as like she had complete muscle memory. Like that's what mm. they're trying to play into. Okay. Um, But her as Electra is not necessarily part of that vessel anymore. But That's, see, I'm yeah. suspicious that maybe there's some Electra hiding in there. Oh, I'm sure that there is. Because <laughs> I just don't but, think you know, they're I, frozen. Yeah. Yeah. I think I that's think what they're cool trying to say, though. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Uh, yes. That's what yeah. they're trying to make us believe. But of course, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. ever so dubious about that. <laughs> I think, obviously, Moira, you're a doctor. So I'm going to go with whatever you say in terms of what happens when one is resurrected by the hand. <laughs> experience <laughs> dealing with people who wander into the walk-in today i had two or three of them just today you know when i worked at morning shift and uh they say you know it's very frightening it's terribly frightening claire it's very confusing <laughs> they wandered in covered in blood and you just looked at them and went <laughs> yeah, hand yeah. resurrection and, they were like yep <laughs> yes an odd mummy like muslin wraps you know <laughs> <laughs> so gross uh anyway yeah. i know what we're supposed to believe but i'm choosing to not believe it. it's going to be it, that simple. it isn't too so property in this episode which i'm glad but usually it's one of those storylines if it appears in a show i just kind of roll my eyes you know and roll down yes. the street a bit because i'm just like oh i just don't can like you, these kind of um, storylines can you just remind me mm-hmm. uh, because because in a little, as we go ahead a little bit, we see that Stick is, you know, in Alexander's control. Was he already captured at this point? I've kind of, I'm getting stuck about that. Like, he, when did she? We saw him in last episode captured because she was kind of teasing him. Uh, I think it was in episode two or episode one. She okay. called him old friend, um, but we didn't right. see him captured. Being captured, I know, because for a minute, I was thinking to myself, wait a minute, when was he captured? Was this way back when she was reborn? Because if that's true, it's been months now. (laughs) You know, poor sick, have you been in a basement for months? But no, I guess we don't actually know how long he's been captured. Yeah, I don't Uh, think we ever find that out. I just want to bring up, so while she's, like, talking to Electra and feeding her, Mm -hmm. she reaches out and grabs her hand. She's wearing the most amazing gauntlet bracelet. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, it's like this white cuff with like mm-hmm. gold around the edge, like Ooh. gold studs around the edge. It's so yeah. cool. Nice. So this is why Tammy and I do a fashion podcast together. Because Tammy notices all the cool fashions. Claire, you need, you need to get the dresser for like the fashion designer for this show. Well, <laughs> Stephanie yeah. she's been on yeah. before. I will yeah, have to get her back. Yeah, in. I know. Yeah, we can ask her about all these things. Yeah, because I, I actually talking. messaged her and said I have so many questions about Alexandra's wardrobe for you. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah, yes. maybe in a, a like next year or something, um, we'll see if she wants to come ah. back. On. That would be really cool. 
Because I'd just love to talk to her about this. Where we're, where we're begging for her to come back. So this is when like she has the fight with Alexandra, and Alexandra just finds it really easy. And then we we get like this montage of Electra beating all these people. Um, but first of all, she picks the the weapon, which I was convinced she was going to pick a pair of size, which is the sort of classic weapon for Electra. Mm-hmm. But maybe she does remember some stuff and thinks, oh yeah, that's how I died. So maybe not picking those as a weapon would be good. <laughs> Bad luck. Yeah. Um, the one thing I found weird in these scenes was between the little fight scenes, there's like screen wipes. Did you guys notice that? No. Like the screens like across, like in Star Wars. Yeah. It was so weird. It was like a little Star Wars screen wipe. And they have I don't think they've ever done that before. I just found it very odd. I'll have to go back and look. I was watching it on my teeny tiny little iPhone, actually. So maybe <laughs> David Davis would not be impressed visible. with you. <laughs> Sorry, that was. Hey, listen, it was just just the situation I was in. That was all I had available. <laughs> Don't diss me. <laughs> Could you at least appreciate it was pretty badass when the lights went back up and she was standing over like ten oh. dead ninjas. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I really liked when they just they put her in this middle of these guys and then shut yeah. off the lights. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. It was yeah. Yeah, but now they're awesome. reducing the army. So I know. That's kind of- <laughs> I, just, I like, feel bad for those guys because, like, if Alexandra's yeah. like, "Hey, Jeff, do you want to go and fight Electra?" Yeah. yeah, and Jeff's like, "No, she's the Black Sky. She's gonna kill me." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I just feel bad for them. Um, or maybe they were like really misogynistic and just assumed she was a girl, and so she probably couldn't do anything to them. So, <laughs> oh well, then, in that case, I don't care about Jeff. Jeff can die. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm glad I cleared that up for you, Claire. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> then we get the credits, and I don't know if you guys have listened to our last episode or our first episode. I think it was the mm-hmm. last one. Uh, now, thanks to Matt and Mel, whenever Iron Fist appears in these credits, I see him with a handlebar mustache. Thank yeah. you, Matt and Mel. Oh, it's so true. true. He just has this big handlebar mustache. It's kind of great. I love it. Um, but anyway, this is where we see Stick is is captured. Mm-hmm. Poor Stick. And oh, how, poor how Stick. badass is he? <laughs> I know. That's... But like, maybe wow. like. Compared to the comics, Stick is a cuddly teddy bear in this season, this series. In the comics, he's a proper arsehole. Uh-huh. I still think he's a proper arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what were you saying, Moira? Sorry. Um, the way he escapes is pretty badass. I was impressed. Yeah, it's awesome. Like when he that's... he grabs the sword and stuff. That's yeah. He doesn't even hesitate. It's like I, I you know, I, I, yeah. I missed it for a second the first time. Like when he, well, well, when they pan back and you see his hand on the floor, you can't miss that. But when he did it, I don't think I quite appreciated what he was doing. Yeah, I don't, he just like I don't know where my eye was looking, but yeah, it was like boom. He didn't even hesitate. I'm like, forget, you know, what is that? 137 hours or whatever, where you have to cut it off bit by bit. He just went boom. <laughs> Yeah. Like Jamie Lannister style, it's gone. <laughs> Jamie Lannister style. He's going to get a golden he's gonna hand. He's going to come back to that golden hand now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> now I he's just fighting with one hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. 
I actually forgot to ask Justin that um, last uh, uh, yesterday because um, he, how, many hands you know, he has? How, how it is, no, how it is fighting with one hand. But he did yeah. actually say, as a little teaser for the interview, that um, Scott Glenn is left-handed and Justin is right-handed. So Justin had to learn oh. to fight with like oh. his left hand, which he'd never done oh, before. Tricky. Yeah, wow. which is kind of cool. But um, really? yeah, so he sort of became ambidextrous, like fighting, which is oh. kind of a cool skill to have now. Yeah. Um, I just love that Stick leaps through the air vent like he's, I don't know, like um, tombs out of X-Files. <laughs> like, he's just like, <laughs> through the air vent. <laughs> so cool. Or the Luke Man. Yeah. Like, whole oh, thing where uh, Alexandria asks about Iron Fist and Stick says, oh, you, you know, that he won't fight for you. And mm-hmm. she makes it seem like Iron Fist is not who we think we think he is but she says you don't know what he is and this is the first time she's kind of said she's like we've had stick specifically linked with that she says he works for kun um we knew he worked for the chaste but we didn't know (laughs) they were explicitly linked with kun um Mm. i love the bit as well where he recognizes electra by smelling her because she's like and we have that with matt later it's like she's she's not a lecturer anymore she's this thing um, I love that. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, I just, I just am wondering, like, because he just keeps referencing him as Iron Fist. So if he's not just Iron Fist, what else is he? I don't know. He's a puppy. <laughs> no, that's okay. Matt. Oh no, Matt is a Matt is a full grown dog compared to Danny. Danny is a little puppy who needs puppy training. True. Oh. Uh, speaking of Matt, in the next scene, we get the first full scene between Jessica and Matt, and my heart was singing and dancing, as was I. <laughs> I love oh, yeah. these two together. Snarky. Yes, yeah. me too. Yeah, just snarking back and forth. And I like the uh, the line that Jessica said, I don't know if it's anyone's quote, sorry, where she said, are you a public defender? I was like, nice, getting the title of the show in. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he should have said, not yet, by the end of the episode, I will be. <laughs> the low blow was the diversity one. Oh, the yeah, oh yeah, great. I like that one. She's she's great with her pithy pithy witty <laughs> responses. Yeah, yeah. And Matt's trying to be charming, but she's just not having it. I love it. Um, work. One second to backtrack to your dog analogy. Mm-hmm. As you were saying that, I thought to myself, okay, so you've got the puppy and you've got the full-grown dog. Well. Uh, Luke then is the alpha dog because he is the most big ass grown man dog of all. (laughs) By far, right? We're all in agreement. We should say as well that I I posted on Facebook recently that I have a bit of an obsession at the moment, it seems, with drawing the defenders as dogs while I'm just doodling. So I I can't. Yeah, yeah. So he's definitely he's the alpha dog. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to, you know, verify. Matt is like bouncing up and down in his chair, practically wanting to ask her about. Was this a superhero case? Was it superheroes? Can I do anything? Yeah. Like, not that I'm a superhero, but was it a superhero case? Like he's he's just sitting there and he can't I wait. I love it. Yeah, um, my note is Matt is so nosy. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, with the kill grave. That was that was yeah. gutsy. Yeah. yeah, that just touches a nerve. Not a good approach, Matt. Yeah, no. No, yeah, he shouldn't have mentioned Kilgrave. No. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't know all the details, but, you know, not not good. 
Not good, Matt. He must but be she's funny because she kind of stiffens then, you know. Yeah, but she's so singularly unimpressed with him, even though he quite nicely tells her the legal stuff she needs to know that she can walk away and all that. I mean, he's he's clearly not incompetent, but she really shows not even an ounce of appreciation, which I find hilarious. <laughs> you know, it's like he's sort of, OK, fine, you're here. You're serving me. You're annoying me. I'm I'm done with you. <laughs> and off she goes. <laughs> I think she'd be like that with any lawyer, though. You know, she just yes, doesn't like authority. I know, Jerry. And she, yeah, no. exactly. And with Jerry. And then when she leaves, yes. she immediately phones Malcolm. You know, that's her kind of <laughs> thing she's worried about, um, which I love. Yeah. She just wants to check on him, you know. Yeah. And even like later on when she's dealing with that architecture firm, like the mm-hmm. second she finds out the information she needs, she just leaves. Like she yeah. hasn't <laughs> waits for the guy to come back. She doesn't no. find play up oh i'll call you guys later nothing she just walks out exactly she is she's just no nonsense i love it i love it love it love it yeah Yeah. i love her um so back to luke because obviously we're checking in with all our our defenders so claire finds luke grabbing some ice from the freezer Uh, did you guys notice and we get this a lot obviously in the series but i really noticed it in this kitchen scene there is yellow stuff dotted all over that kitchen like everywhere yes I was like, has Claire you know, been shopping for yellow accessories to match her boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yellow ice pack, yellow everything. Yeah. <laughs> when you mentioned it in the very first episode, I have to confess I hadn't noticed the colors. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but I hadn't. Yeah. But I've been paying attention. And and it's, yeah, oh, my God, yeah, it's so blatant. I love mm-hmm. it, mind you, but wow. You'll get some scenes coming up as well. Megan might know what right. scene I mean, where there's a fight scene between uh, not between two characters, but they're in the same scene, and the lighting mm-hmm. is just their two colours. It's kind oh, of crazy. Oh. Yeah, it's so, really, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Luke tells her all about White Hat. He's recruiting <laughs> kids. I put <laughs> Luke tells her about WH, and I did for a minute go White House recruiting kids. <laughs> no, that would be wrong. <laughs> um, and that he feels bad that he left hole behind and i want to ask you guys a question because i was chatting with um uh listener rebecca as i do a lot um about the the show because uh, obviously we watched it at the same time and she was saying a point that i hadn't really thought about which is that in the show we have this character of luke that is different to in the comics where in the comics he was originally like a hoodlum who then got this experiment he was in jail he got the experiment and then he became like a hero for hire but he's still mm-hmm. got like a short temper you know, and that, you know, he's he's been in crime and stuff. Whereas in the show, we have his background that he was a cop and he's kind of a flawless character. Like all the rest of the characters have flaws. Like Danny's got quite a short temper. Matt is reckless and stubborn, I guess. Jessica is full of flaws, you know, but Luke doesn't really have any. And I, I wanted to know if you guys had any thoughts on that, because I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, he is kind of a bit of a... A flawless character. I'd like to see a. I mean, he's a flawless man. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I sh- I walked into that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is a beautiful man. Um, he probably has some things underneath that they'll discover in season two of Luke Cage. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, he sort yeah. of has a has a bit of a go at Danny later, but uh, you know he loses his temper a bit. But I think part of it was justified because yeah danny you're you are kind of very privileged um yeah that uh, argument was good i love that yeah (laughs) it's my favorite thing (laughs) yeah mine too 
It's obviously as soon as Luke's like, oh yeah, this guy, this skinny white guy with a glowing hand hit me. Claire's <laughs> like, oh, hang on a sec. <laughs> Rings Colleen. <laughs> well, she does. She does this cute little eye roll. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, okay. Let me let me connect you. <laughs> Look, Claire, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is what now. happens when you date a superhero. I know you kept saying you want to stay away from superpowered individuals. Then don't Shh. date one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we get, like, all the stuff with Luke and Danny just fills me with joy because I'm just like, oh, my God, the, BF, the BFFs <laughs> from the comics. Like, they, oh. they're going to be BFFs. It is so cute. And they're just both standing in the dojo with their arms crossed being all grumpy oh it's hilarious so good i think this is the funniest scene in the whole thing (laughs) today this episode (laughs) (laughs) and talking about (laughs) we sort of were i really like danny's green jumper i thought he looked very very you know handsome in it (laughs) no one else (laughs) no um (laughs) i don't know that i I don't know that I noticed his green sweater. Uh, I think I noticed it because so green's like his color, you know, like the orange yeah. color. So I yeah, green, yeah, that's cool. You know, I think I'm just still really grateful that his hair looks so much nicer now. So oh, totally. <laughs> I, I, I'm happy for that. He hasn't got he an doesn't afro look quite anymore. So scruffy puppy. Yeah. No, no, no. He's been through dog groomers. <laughs> uh, Danny is really not good at explaining about Kunlun to people that don't oh know about it. Oh my god. <laughs> Nope. Oh, he should just put on a, a special outfit and say he's telling a fairy tale. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Or he should have oh. like a slideshow <laughs> ready. Like a little kid. <laughs> yes. yes. Make, make like a slideshow I mean, like, and be like, right, here we go. <laughs> I can tell her myself. Oh, oh yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like I, I always, I watch Danny and it's almost like, you know, they say people who have done like drugs at a young age is kind of like this arrested development that's happened, and it's like that's happened for him yeah. when he went yeah. to Kunlun. And it, I, I mean, I will say that he grew a lot during this episode as a character, but mm-hmm. I watching this episode is the frustration I did have with the with his own season was because mm-hmm. there's so much privilege this character has, and they don't address it at all in his show. There's, like, he does have this sense, like, he's a child trying to do adult things mm-hmm. that they really don't address in his show. And so it's, like, all these things that they're finally addressing in this episode, but it's what's making me realize the things I didn't like in his show. And there were things I did like in his show, mm-hmm. too, but those were the things that I didn't. And it's, like, all just blaring <laughs> right now yeah. in, in this scene. I think that's really well phrased. Um, what you said, nice summary. He Thank is, chi- he's chi- well, yeah, he's he's childlike, and he's um, he's what's the word, earnest, you know, and he's well intentioned, but he doesn't have any of the life experience to realize how to deal with other people, and he can't imagine the perspective of somebody like Luke. Yeah. No. You know, a black man who's been incarcerated, wrongly accused, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He just, he has no clue. Yeah. So, but he also had the humility to to realize yes. it, which I thought yeah. was yeah. good. Again, that's growth, right? Mm-hmm. To, yeah, which I yeah. love. It's, it's also like what you were saying, Tammy. It's why I find his relationship with Colleen bizarre. I like, I like them together, but I would like them more as like bros, you know, than in a relationship. Yes. Because I just yes. find his 
kind of and there's, I mean there's plenty I mean there's so many films you know you see with like the man child lead character and they end up with the the woman and you just think no you know like why would a, why would a woman want to be with some some like you said Arrested Development this kid in this yeah. this man's body I mean uh, fair enough it, it, you know they both have, have had issues and these experiences that have brought them together. But I, it's what I find strange about it, that sometimes he is just so childish. Um, well, even, it just struck me when you said that, that even when Colleen and Claire are standing there and they say to them, very much like moms, all right, you two, talk. Like, yeah. we'll leave the two of you to work this out, boys. You know, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's blatant. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. Well, Danny's, Danny's uh, his body language said it all he's like yeah. huffing like a little five year old mm. like, yeah why do i have to talk to you and he just, uh. yeah. yeah yeah and and luke's arms are crossed too but when i see him it's more like we're wasting our time here like yeah yeah, yeah frustration. not that he's yeah. yeah not that he thinks it's you know he's above this guy right. it's just like I, i'm not sure i see the point of us being here with this guy yeah, i don't like, have time for this yeah <laughs> Prove yourself, or you know, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's it, there's it's just different. This huge difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even well, though it's I think they're supposed to be similar, but it's not. Yeah, but he's much more the adult, obviously. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Poor Danny. He's a puppy. Can't help it. With an elephant It's a little he's, labradoodle. He's he wagging his tail. And the the, the puppy's got to learn away. from the older dog. It's like when you get a puppy and you bring it home and you've already got an older dog. Yeah. Puppy's got to learn from the older dog. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the next scene, we get this quite short scene with with Jessica visiting um, uh, John's widow Michelle and the the daughter as, as well. And Jessica wants to keep investigating for her for free for now, which is is kind of cool. She obviously realizes something is going on. And yeah. then there's kind of like a frosty goodbye with the daughter. But she does apologize to the daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. And I was trying to see it on my teeny tiny, teeny tiny phone. But when she looked at the um, the award or whatever it was that mm-hmm. the dad had from his architecture firm, I guess, did that have the firm's name on it? Uh, Is that, I, I don't that know. But she, I think she called previously to organize the... Um, the appointment. The little, yeah. I think that and was in like the last episode. Yeah. I think so too. I think I just I forgot. missed that. Probably. Yeah. I think I she, know she did it off screen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see. I couldn't recall, and then I wondered if she figured out the name of where to call from looking at that little award. I don't know. I didn't bother to freeze it and look hard at the award. Yeah, I mean, the but, award said zero energy building, so I just um, thought it was an award for one of the buildings he made. But I yeah. architect. They might have given her the idea to say they want, you know, a zero energy building. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when the wife said he only has two things in his life, his work and us, I guess that was her cue to explore his work more or something. Yeah. I don't know. This is just my favorite, Jessica, though, because she's, like, so hardcore on the outside (laughs) and she's just, like, soft and squishy on the inside. And I love it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she's a a hard-boiled egg, like we said. <laughs> yeah, so she's sitting in an egg cup, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, this is why her and Luke belong together because they're both um, boiled eggs. Because he's like 
hard on the outside with his bulletproof skin, but he's soft and squishy on the inside, like you can injure him. But Jessica is like hard on the outside emotionally, but inside she's a big squishy egg. See, they belong yeah. together. She sits in a she sits in a big purple egg cup, actually. That's the color of it, and yep. Yep. <laughs> it's quite lovely. Oh, blue I love the next scene. It's so good. Um, with her walking along the street and she feels like she's being followed. <gasps> yes. Yes. Oh, so good. Good. And the great. reveal of Matt following her, we see the cane first. I love it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I he's do. listening for her yeah. footsteps, right? He's tracking her footsteps. And then yeah. she does ninja magic and her footsteps disappear. And the next thing you know, she's behind him. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? Him. Which is so cool. <laughs> yeah. She did something because yeah. how did she do that? Yeah. I watched that twice. I'm going to say she flew. Any time that I she was... might have flown, I'm like, no, she flew. <laughs> she flew. She just yeah. went. I swear during that fight scene, fight scene, she flew. She flew with that guy, like, strapped to her back and flew across the room into mm. a wall. To yeah. Because yeah. that jump was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, anyway, what, what do you guys think, though, about her being able to follow Matt and Matt not being aware? Because I was like, eh, I don't. He can, he can like yeah. hear ninjas that don't breathe, you know. Well, and yeah, he knew how would he not hear her camera? Yeah, he knew what her footsteps sounded like, and and they show when they show her appear behind him, into the the soundtrack, they bring the sound of her shoes again. Yeah. And I thought, okay, if we're supposed to hear it, how could he not? And the other weird thing was, he he seemed to notice she was behind him because he kept looking back behind him and speeding up. Almost like yeah. he was drawing her in. And then I got confused because then he did his parkour magic and disappeared. I'm like, okay, Matt, what was the point of that? Yeah. Well, yeah. First of all, the music during the scene was killing me. <laughs> Why? It was straight out of like a sitcom of some sort. Like it was a comedic <laughs> music this entire scene. It was <laughs> hilarious. And it just made the, I did make the scene funnier to me than it already was. Yeah. But I just kind of thought, like, yes, he heard her behind uh-huh. him. Yeah. But I think he thought he got away fast enough. Okay. I so, wasn't sure. I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know what they were trying to tell us there or if I should just not read too much meaning into that. When I saw it the and first time. And he hasn't been doing this lately for a long yeah. time. Like, he's put away the mask yeah. for a while. So yeah, maybe yeah. he's just rusty. That's but true. see later. Well, maybe I'll bring it up later when he, when he reappears later. It's I, it made me wonder: has he been following her the whole day? Like I don't know. Yeah. Like did he did he park her away to get behind a wall so he could pick up her trail again? Like that's that's what I yeah. wonder. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, like he did in season one and two. Yeah. With Madame Gao and Lothar. Well, yeah. just because he appears later, right when he needs to, and I'm thinking, well. How else would he know to be at Midland Circle unless he'd been following her? I I was convinced when I saw it the first time that he was he knew she was following him and this was to kind yes. of draw her in. But then that kind of went out the window later when he meets her outside Midland Circle and she says, how can someone move like you can? And he's genuinely mm-hmm. like confused. And then I was like, wait, but I thought you knew she was following no. you, Matt. I was very confused by this. See, yeah, I think the way they've they've shot it then, if we both got that first initial impression, then they've either not shot it the way they ought to have done, or he's faking at the end. I don't know. Yeah. I, whatever. Yeah. I and like I said, for me, I just thought that he just assumed he had 
gotten away from her. Like mm. he knew she was following him, and he right. got quick enough and got out. Oh, that he that she wouldn't have seen the bit where he parked exactly. Out of the sky. Parked to the sky. Oh, that was like the slowest parkour he's ever done. In yes, his <laughs> I know. Oh, don't be mean to Chris Brewster. <laughs> I think it, I think it was meant to be slow so she could take photos. Yeah. I was like, well, maybe yeah, a big exactly. lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, Chris Bruce is the king of parkour. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, that is baby. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, this is when Jessica gets her her phone call um, for Anna Asher from yeah. Duncan and Dotter Design. I was like, Duncan and Dotter. Um, so she's got an appointment. Okay, that that is on the award. I just thought it was in, like some weird name for the award. That name is on the award. Okay, oh, that, that's so the name. Name. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now, okay. Is it possible then she only <laughs> figured this out in this episode and she made that call to them off screen? You yeah. just maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't know. I'm going with that. Uh, so we're back <laughs> in the dojo. <laughs> back in the dojo, Luke and Danny are talking, and Danny's trying to explain chi, and Luke's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it so much. Oh, what she said was a dragon. Come on. Yeah, don't lead with a dragon like Danny. Like, but... no. Oh, I love oh, it. Um, wide-eyed little little puppy. He just puppy. doesn't know. Lesson. What real people believe in. Um. So this is where we get the conversation. Well, basically, Luke's angry that Danny was rough with Cole. And, you know, they're sort of arguing because Luke, I think, says that Danny is selfish and Danny's saying that Luke is narrow minded. And this is when Luke calls him out for, for privilege and says he had power the day he was born just by being white and being well off. And I was like, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. He, he needed to be told right that. There. Yeah. I was, yep. so, you know, I'm watching this, like, <laughs> Dan and Josie, and this scene, like, as Luke finishes his, his speech, I stood up and clapped. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I was so excited about it. I actually went, yes! Yep. Yeah. It's it because Danny is immediately, when they're explaining stuff, like, he's immediately whining, like, the hand... My parents died yeah. in a plane crash. Um, yeah, you're a superhero. What superhero's parents haven't died, Danny? That's what I want to say. Like, <laughs> wait until right. you st- exactly. wait until you start comparing sob stories with uh, Matt Murdock. I think I know who's going to win. Um, but wait uh, till you all find out mm-hmm. your mother's names are Martha, and then you'll see who's really sad. Oh yeah, Bruce yeah. Wayne. Oh yeah. man. But I I do like I like that he was called out on this. I love 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 the fact that Danny takes it on board. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. He actually yeah. meditates on it. It's great. Yeah. Yes. Um. Then we get this really weird scene in the jail where Luke goes to visit Cole. I like that Cole's wearing a yellow t-shirt. I was like, oh, did Luke... I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Team Luke. Yeah. Um, and then he says that the hand is watching everything. And then when I saw this, I was like, what? I didn't get what they were on about. Because he's like, oh, buy my mum some lotto tickets and take them to her. And I was like, well, that was a weird yeah. request. And immediately yeah. I thought, okay, that's code for something. But... Yeah, he was quite bright, I thought, to yeah. like to look ahead and think, well, Luke will look in the ticket box and he'll see, you know, the, the pile of money and realize, um, 
where it's all coming from. See, Moira, and, this is why you are it. a Ravenclaw and I'm a Hufflepuff. And <laughs> otherwise known as, you would be a great spy and I would be rubbish. Because I did not get that at all. I was just like, that's weird. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'm a great spy. Natasha, I'm Boris. Yes, great spy. <laughs> Um, and cool. then Danny and Kalina back in the dojo talking. This is when Danny is questioning mm. what Luke said, and he says, "Like, there's more than <laughs> there's more than one way to skin a cat," as my nan would say. There's more than one way to <laughs> fight the hand. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do like though that Colleen says, uh, "Yeah, you're a really bad businessman, Danny." <laughs> <laughs> and this might be, and I'm sure Megan will agree with you. But this might be the start of a theme in this series, which is people telling. Danny, that he's crap, which happens a lot in this series. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Look out for it. It happens yeah. a hell of a lot. It's kind of funny. Okay, guys, but if you beat a puppy too much, he's going to lose heart. <laughs> Aww. Aww. You've, got, you've got to give them discipline, but not, like, you know, too bad. Just so you, know, you have to give them the odd little kibble and treat and milk bone, Aww. too. Come on. <laughs> Poor Danny. This is Aww. this scene is where, like, probably what like one of the most exciting five minutes of the the season for me and Rebecca when we were watching it, followed by one of the biggest letdowns of the entire season, because this show they know they know how to tease us because they're like oh let's let's have Danny dial Rand Enterprises and me and Rebecca were like oh, what. what? Oh my God! <laughs> So exciting. Yeah, and then he I walks know. into Rand and we were like, here we go, here we go. He's going to meet up with Ward. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And then this woman appears and is like, yeah, he's away. And we were like, oh. Oh. thought we were going to tease us with Ward. Do you think the business trip is detoxing? Oh, maybe. That would make sense. Could be. I hope Ward's That would be a month or so. What is it? 29 days? Yeah, sure. Yeah. That could be a detox. Yeah. <laughs> Who's running Rand while he's away, though? I guess the board. Joy. I don't know. Yeah, Joy. Oh, Joy's Joy. out of Rand. She's, like, running around with Davos now, isn't she? Well, we don't know that because she well, could just be still on the just... face of... Yeah, exactly. Well, true. That's true. Hmm. I don't know. But Claire, I... once again, get oh. get your get your spy brain on. Come on. <laughs> I have no spy brain. <laughs> oh. I, have, I would be terrible at being a spy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this show, I'm sorry, I have to take a point away from this episode for teasing us with the possibility of that glowing, that glowing, uh, light of my life ward and then taking it away. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm very unhappy. I'm a snarkiness. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. I actually drew a little face Wait, crying on my notes. Security cameras and all that. Yeah. Oh. Um, one of the things Rebecca pointed out in this scene that kind of amused me as well was you've got um, Finn and Jessica playing Colleen and, and Danny, both English actors, and Colleen has to read this list of cities and she says Moscow, which, and Rebecca said, oh, that must have hurt an English person saying it like that because that's not how <laughs> we say it. We say Moscow. So, but she's like Moscow, <laughs> which is the American pronunciation. And she was like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, like good on her for doing the American pronunciation, but yeah, that that she must have winced inside. <laughs> well, that's funny. We say Moscow too. Yeah, we say Moscow. Huh. Yeah. Moscow. Moscow. I mean, it makes sense. It's <laughs> Mos Moscow because it's spelt like cow, I guess. That's how it's spelled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, okay, you is, Americans, you get a point for that one. Yeah, we'll give you a point. Uh, I'm not giving you a point for taking the U out of colour, though. Uh, and you definitely are getting a point for saying herb instead of herb. It's got an H. Herb. Oh. <laughs> Don't get me started on aluminum. No, I was going to say the porn and the pawn thing. Yeah, the porn and the pawn. <laughs> Last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is when they get the address for Midland Circle, and Danny's like, oh, I'm going to attack them with my business powers. <laughs> Just using his white privilege. Yeah. There we go. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to take him down he, hey, he's, he's suiting up, as they used to say on... Yeah. Uh, how I met my mother. <laughs> he, wears that, he wears that suit well. He looks he looks stylish. I like it. Yeah. And um, I wonder, if, did we notice what shoes he was wearing? If he was wearing those white sneakers? He oh, I didn't oh, notice. I forgot. <laughs> oh, I couldn't tell. As long as he's yeah. wearing shoes, I don't mind, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he turned up barefoot. Well, he has cool me. sneakers. Yeah. 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 I hope he's wearing sneakers for when he's doing that fight later. Um, yeah. So Jessica's undercover at this uh, uh, <laughs> design office. Go, go, Tammy, go. She's the best. I love <laughs> she's her. Just hilarious. Like I'm not gonna steal quotes because, but some of the stuff she says is so funny. <laughs> when she's describing that office, I was like, ugh, that sounds exactly like the company I used to work for. Like Star and all that. <laughs> no, like, that's ugh. A I work with project management groups that, like, you know, within our company that that is their job is to go out to these offices and redo all of their offices. And that really is, like, that's how all these companies work now. It's, like, all clear glass um, offices so that way the employee feels that they can see in. There's, you know, literal transparency. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's so crazy. Yeah. We had an entire, like, open office, and yeah. we had, like, areas that were decorated to look like picnic tables, and oh, it was so weird, and big yeah, uh, foam shapes, uh, and ugh, it's like, is, is this an office, or is this, like, a soft play for toddlers? Yeah, and there's, like, like my office, we have two actual conference rooms, but then mm-hmm. we have smaller huddle rooms, so if you yeah. want to have, like, a meeting with somebody, you go in the huddle room. It's called play. a huddle room for real yeah. Oh, wow. Ooh. And then, and that's, <sighs> that's, like, the thing, because now both companies I've worked for, that's what they are. And so, <laughs> and then there's the, um, what I do like, I do like my standing desk. I do like that, but <laughs> so I'm not going to complain <laughs> about that. But I know, had lots of people say that, actually, that they oh, like I their standing desk. I love it. I love my standing desk. Um, but they... And then you can, uh, I can't remember what the areas are called, but there's basically big open spaces in the middle of the office where if you don't feel like working at your desk, you just unhook your laptop and you go and you Hmm. can stand wherever you'd like in the office. So Midland Circle, oh, sorry, uh, Jessica at the Architecture Place, you're a fan, Tammy. I am. Yes? I am a fan. (laughs) I, I love her playing different characters. I think it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And this one in yeah. particular, I want her to do it more. Like this, like, and needs to be in the now type. Of, <laughs> like, I don't know if she's <laughs> supposed to be the owner of a company or what she's supposed to do or just the designer for the company. I don't know, but it's great, whatever she is. <laughs> I think if she'd like met Danny at this point, 
then she would have w- used the word chi in this description. Like, so it needs like really good chi <laughs> in the office, <laughs> like you know, like something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, in the next scene, my my heart kind of breaks a bit because this scene is harsh. Yeah. Um, this is when Luke goes to Cole's mum's house. Um, and we find out Luke believes in prayer, which is, is kind of interesting, which I guess oh. makes sense, seeing as his dad was a preacher. I completely forgot that Luke saved her during the earthquake. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. So this is where Luke puts the lotto card in the, in the, in the cigar box and realises that Cole is smarter than him because he's led him to all this money that Cole has hidden in there. Uh, presumably for the from the job that he's doing for Midland Circle, mm-hmm. um, and there's a little Midland Circle thing on that. So now Luke knows where to go. Right. Yeah. Yep. And just in time, because then, yeah, and then we get this phone call, and oh, this oh, was hard yeah. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. This poor woman. That three of her kids. Her, oh. Candace and this actress, like, nails it. Candice died in Luke Cage. The other son died in episode one of Defenders. Yeah. And then now Cole has died. And this actress was on, like, uh, all the um, operas. Well, I don't know if all the soap operas, but she was on soap operas, and I can't remember which one she was on that I watched growing up. Oh, okay. But when she she's, she's really good in this short scene. Killed and like, like you know, she heard it on the phone. She's like, yeah, it's all proper acting. But she, yeah, she's yeah. Um, yeah. she's so good. And like, I just, it's just when she's saying all three of my babies are gone, I was like, oh man. Yeah. Gets all those me in hips the seem like Wilson Fisk. It looks like he they yeah. learned the hand learned from him. Yeah. Um, I don't know, in in, light, in lighter part of this scene, I don't know if you guys watch the TV that's behind Luke, I think, in this scene. Did you guys notice it? No. I I don't know what the mum was watching, but it's like, like, almost like a looping footage of the same person walking back and forth with their head cut off. Oh it's very strange. I was like looking at it going, what is she watching? It's like a person in a suit, but their head is cut off so you can't see who they are. And they're kind of walking. It's, it's almost it's like like surveillance footage, like security camera footage. It's so weird. And they're just walking like from one side of the screen to the other. And then the next shot will be them kind of doing it again, but a different take. It's it's very strange. Yeah. So wow. next on your next okay. watch, Megan, look out for yeah, it. I'll look for it. <laughs> Um, so in the next scene, Colleen is meditating at the dojo and here's a thudding noise. And then she finds injured stick at the door. Mm-hmm. Can I, can I take someone's possible quote? Cause I was laughing to myself Feel about free. it. Okay. So stick says he arrives and he goes, where's the fist? And I wrote in my notes, it looked like you got it cut off stick. <laughs> Cause I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh I apologize. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> Colleen doesn't know. She'll be like, well, well, I can see you haven't got a fist. I mean, I, I don't know where you left it. 
She's probably like, um, you know, he's here. <laughs> okay, Claire, Claire. Okay, I'm going back yeah. and I'm watching this loop of video, which it really yes. is. It's just a loop of video. You can't see what the guy is pulling, but I swear to you, that is a dog show. I swear to you, it's a dog what? show. What? Because if you, look, what? if you look behind the guy, you can see the fencing they kind of use in dog shows to make the ring on the outside. And the guy is dressed really nice, and he's obviously pulling something <laughs> behind wow. him. Like, because like for a minute I was like, is he in an airport and he's pulling luggage? Because that's a dog show. I'm going to die because that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, we need we need it to be a dog show and it to be labradoodles you know like labradoodles like little danny danny rand puppies in the background because it's luke's bff that oh that's so funny if it's a dog show yeah i mean i can't i can't imagine what else person is walking around doing and the fact that the camera isn't on the guy yeah on something lower than him that's Which, true. I really think that's what it is. That's Marvel, get back to me. I would like... <laughs> yeah. I would like to think that Marvel, yeah. like, listens to us talking about Iron Fist, and they listened to us talking about Iron Fist, and we said that he was a puppy, and they thought, oh, I'm going to put in a little Easter egg just for the Defenders yeah. podcast. Wink. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So, Danny arrives uh, at Midland Circle in his suit... Oh, that's totally a dog show. Sorry, I've got to get rid of that. No, that's okay. Oh, totally it's got the green grass and the little pants and everything. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's that's made my day, guys. I love it. Dogs are everywhere in this in this series. I love it. So. Little Labradoodle arrives at Midland Circle to see the CEOs and he goes into the conference room and as he is walking down this hallway, Rebecca and I were like, oh, oh, we see a hallway. I think there might be a hallway fight coming up. Oh, Um, in a hallway. Yeah. (laughs) Smackdown. Uh, And Danny explains to them, oh, I know you're the hand. You killed my parents and you transferred assets through my company and and I'm going to stop you. And Alexandra just stops him and is like, "Uh, hang on, calm down. Calm down, puppy. Sit, 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 Danny. Good boy, good boy. Um, So you guys were saying about when Matt, kind of Jessica arrives at Midland Circle and is grabbed by Matt because yeah. I, I figured that he'd been following her as well. Yeah. Oh, nice. uh, but he it's quite impressive that he manages to grab her scarf off of her in one swoop. Yeah. Yeah, Charlie said that took a little while to do. Oh did he? They had to keep practicing because even her hair like swishes. It's like well practiced. It's really good. I love it. I like as well that obviously Matt destroys the camera, but I'm thinking, I hope you're going to buy her another camera. She kind of needs that for her job, Matt. <laughs> hey, throws away canes. Um, so. yeah, I guess he's oh, there. he throws away canes like they cost pennies, and I know they do not. <laughs> Come on, can't Danny Rand just fund the Defenders now? He's Mr. Yeah. Millionaire. He's the Tony Stark of the Defenders. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did laugh 
like Danny, a little a little puppy is growing up in this episode, yeah. but Danny's like threatening the hand and he's like, I'm going to get you, rah, 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 I'm going to get law action. And then all Alexandra has to say is, how is Kunlun these days? And Danny's like, Ugh! and I was like, Danny, cloak your shit. Danny, calm down. And immediately he's like, like this. Yeah. He swallows hard and his um, lips quiver and he looks like he's about to, to cry. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh dear. Um, and also, I may not be a good spy, but one thing I do know is when you're pulling a gun on someone, don't put it so close behind their head their <laughs> because you can hit it out the way. They do it so much. It really annoys me. <laughs> So, yeah, so he grabs the gun. Matt hears the gunshot. Mm-hmm. This is when he grabs her scarf and they run in. I love, 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 love Matt jumping over the laundry man <laughs> yes. who doesn't even realise until it's, yes. it's happened. I laughed twice. so hard. No, he, he when did it happen twice? twice? He jumps twice. Oh. And it looks like really? the same shot. Oh, oh unless I didn't I'm notice seeing that. I'm, I'm watching it. I've seen it <laughs> once so far. I'm playing it as we're talking. So I'll wait for it. Okay. Ah. I love that. They were a laundry man's like, huh? <laughs> and it's just, Matt's already gone. Um, and this is when we get the boardroom fight. Yes. And Alexandra yeah. apparently just runs away. He has this is a pair awesome. of light brand tan yeah. loafers on. They're loafers. They're not sneakers. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> That's why I was watching. I'm surprised one of them didn't fly off his foot yeah. then when he's fighting. They almost look like... Those yeah. like really, really expensive loafers that are yeah. almost work shoes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh yeah, I've only got like one shoes. Well, a bit nicer than that. No. I've only got one glim- glimpse so far, but oh yeah, you'll see them. You'll uh, see them. There, there. Yep, yep. They're definitely very expensive looking shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we also find out as well. Alexandra says that she hints that she has killed previous Iron Fists, which is yes. kind of scary yes. and badass. It, it reminded me of in Buffy where Spike's yeah. like, I've killed two yeah. Slayers before. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Yeah, well, she's yeah. died how many times and killed how many Iron Fists? <laughs> like, it really is yeah. going to be a mystery. Intriguing. Yeah. Um, and there's uh, a moment in this uh, fight scene where we see Justin Eaton, who I interviewed yesterday. I didn't realize it was him until he told me. Um, but the bit where there's the guy standing on the table yes. and Danny does this yes. spin kick and then the guy spins in the air and falls, yeah. that's Justin. Oh. And I said to him, I said to him, that landing looks so brutal. Oh. Like, it really looks like he hurt himself. It was amazing. But yeah, he just did it so oh, well. Oh, yeah, laundry guy. So I good. It's a different laundry guy. It's a young laundry guy with a beard. I just saw it. Oh, wow. Oh. I didn't even notice wow. that. He's going up the stairs oh. that time. Spiffy. You're good, Megan. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey. Oh. This is this is what what I needed, like you know, because you've seen it multiple times, and you can spot the stuff that we don't spot. Okay. Well, like Danny um, acting like Indigo Montoya. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you killed my father. Oh no, man. Prepared to die. Yes. <laughs> Prepared to die. Um, my favorite bit of this entire episode. Yeah, the six fingered man. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I don't know if this is your favourite bit, Tammy, what? but I, 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 I suspect that you enjoyed it. My favourite bit is that, so Danny's fighting, <laughs> and then we just hear in the background, just a little, just a little distant hip-hop music yeah. coming. Yeah. Creeping and in, creeping in. in. And he comes in at the time that Danny is pinned to the table, he's yes. got his fist up going, come on, come on, 
can't get his fist to work. <laughs> I And like he does in the previous episodes, every time Luke appears, he like brings, he's like he's yeah. in a music video, he brings <laughs> yes. the music with him because you hear it approaching the door. That's what's so funny. Yeah. It's distant and then it gets louder and then he busts the door and it's just full volume. I'm like, I think Luke has like speakers in his pockets and just blasts <laughs> yeah. that music wherever he is. He's got, you know, I love it. His uh, hoodie is one of those that has the ear earbuds like in the yes. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. (laughs) And Danny hiding behind Luke when there's the bullet fire. I cheered so loud because that it's Iron Fist and Power Man fighting together. And oh, it's so good. I love it so much. Yeah. Uh, Also, I love that Matt is running up the stairs and Jessica got the lift. (laughs) I was like, yes, yes, Jessica. I like it. (laughs) I like that she does. She comes out like. Uh, okay, I don't see what the point of running up the stairs. Was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I, I think she makes, uh, is that where she makes a comment about how ridiculous he looks or something? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I've got my uh, my Daredevil Funko, my Matt Murdock Funko Pop has a scarf wrapped around his head at the moment, uh-huh. so he looks like the one in uh-huh. in the show. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is where we go into the one shot. Uh, well, it's only a couple of shots, I think, in it, the hallway yeah. fight scene. And I posted on Facebook today, like, I, I honestly was wondering how they could top the stairway fight from Daredevil Season 2. But this is so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's but so yeah, good. The mix of characters involved, too. Like, it's all of it. It's yes. So um, I am glad, though, in a way that Luke and Jessica saw each other for the first time during the middle of a fight. Because I was like, yeah. oh, good. We don't have, like, so much awkward <laughs> Yeah, there's no talk of coffee this time. Uh, no, well, no. <laughs> Not with her. And I love both of them are like, who's your, who's this new guy with you? <laughs> like, they're yeah. like, who's this? Oh, who's this? <laughs> um, oh, it's so good. And then it, it goes, it, it gets revved up because then... Matt like hears something else yeah. coming. He says something, mm-hmm. and then Electra enters in that. Oh. I I love her oh, new costume. Amazing. I don't know what you guys think. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. So <laughs> I know, right? And Matt doesn't even know. He says, "What is it?" He doesn't even no. know. Like that blows my mind. He doesn't even recognize like her because she's just so something different. It's oh, it's so good. This scene is so good. And I will point out the other moment where Justin Eaton is in it. Um, at one point, he exits the lift. He's all injured. Yes. He exits the lift and gets knocked out by Jessica, Jessica. immediately. And that's when Jessica calls the lift back. That was Justin. Yeah. Awesome. And she yeah, just presses cool. the button. I want to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you think about this little fight between Matt and Electra? Oh, awesome. I love that. She punches him through that wall, which was amazing. Chris yeah, this fight Warren. is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Who is yeah. who's her I, stunt double? Because whoever it is. Lauren Kim. Oh, yeah, she, she's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I um I won't <laughs> I uh yeah, I'm hoping I'm gonna be chatting with her soon. She's very busy at the moment, but um hopefully I will be, so but this little fight scene is so brutal and so quick yeah. and like they just like the stunt guys blow my mind. And this is why I love interviewing them, because I really think they bring as much 
as the actors to these characters because they they do all this amazing fight stuff and they're like just just hearing about things like Justin was mentioning you know usually the the stunt the stunt double would take a cue from the actor if they're doing like a wire thing like a jump mm-hmm. and they have to land they will they will ask the actor and say how do you want me to land like what would be in character so they're really like understanding yeah. this character as mm-hmm. well and i just think they do an amazing job on this show well yeah charlie um, and, and chris work that way too yeah yeah cool. and yeah ex- yeah exactly and i know um lauren does a lot of work with um elodie in terms of understanding the character of Electra, I, I read an interview with her where she said that. This um, it's so good. And the weapon, I was just watching the scene. So her weapon, she can take it apart and it becomes two swords. Yes, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing. I think we have some trivia on that wow. from Nutty in our feedback. Good, because I think that's yeah. so cool. It reminds but me of one of those. Yeah. I don't know, one of those puzzle rings or something from back in the day. It's, it's yeah. the neatest <laughs> thing. That's why- Alexandra mentions it when she picks that as her weapon, like something yeah. about, yeah, they never see it coming because oh, the fact that yeah. it comes apart. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, it's very cool. And then I'm just where the part where he, he smells her and recognizes her. And yeah. for mm-hmm. sure, for sure, I'm not imagining this. There's a moment on Electra's face where she hesitates, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, mm-hmm. she, it's almost like she's like, wait you know, Electra, who is that, what is that, whatever. And then she goes in for the kill. And I thought, yeah. see, there's, there's that, a chink in the armor there. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love that it's not too overplayed. No, like, a... I think if they'd done it where he's like Electra and she's like, who's Electra? Yeah, you know, like like, like yeah. the thing with Bucky and yeah. Cap. I, I, yeah, yeah, too yeah. much. You just need her to pause just, and that's it. And then she's going to kill him anyway. She's yeah. all ready to kill him. Yeah. And it's only because... Danny comes in and oh my god that that shot is amazing. amazing. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He punches the sword. Oh, it's so good. And she flies through that window. It's so good. Like even the the technical wizardry of how they must have done that shot and then CG'd in what they had to. It's just so well put together. Yeah, Ah. agreed. And they do it on like very little time as well. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't have a huge amount of time to, to prepare this. And I, I, yeah, I just think these guys are amazing. Yeah. Like absolutely amazing at putting something oh, like this yeah. together. It's yeah. So good. I, I can't like sing their praises enough. Uh, so that is the end of the episode. Although Danny helps Matt up and I was like, Oh, oh, and, oh, um, and they like go that. to the elevator. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. And they go to the elevator, which we see in the original trailer, the teaser mm-hmm. trailer. Uh, if you guys remember that, the, the teaser trailer where they're in the elevator just after a fight and Jessica punches the camera out. Yeah, yeah the cool so, TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we don't see that in the next episode, oh, but that's no. quite cool. That It's like a little deleted scene, yeah. you know, we see what would have happened. Well, it, and uh, that, yeah. that image of the four of them in, like, the entryway of the elevator, they yeah. use that a lot. Yeah. And it's, uh, who is it, yeah. Danny says, who are you people? Somebody says it. Yeah. Who are you people? I think it's is Danny. It, is it the, the Labradoodle? I think it's the Labradoodle. <laughs> yeah. I think it might be the Labradoodle, yeah. Um, so Easter eggs, guys. I only have two in this in this uh, episode. As I said, there's not many for Defenders, and I get these from Den of Geek. There was a lot of comments that were saying that something might be a reference to something else because this person looks like something, but they weren't really concrete, so I didn't really write them down. Um, but one is in a scene in this episode, and I think it's when she's in the house with Michelle, you can see that Jessica has a bullet hole in her scarf, and I thought that yeah. was quite cool. Oh, so 
like a nice little costume detail. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what that uh, hole was from. I'm like, what? Yeah, just either. Just some holy scars. <laughs> it might, it might not be a bullet hole. Maybe it's just she's got moths. You know, who knows? But... <laughs> Very precise anal retentive moths that make perfect circles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I look my my awesome um, uh, Daredevil vest top that I love that has um, Asano Robotics written on it in in, uh, in uh, Japanese mm-hmm. has got a moth hole in it and it breaks my heart because now I have to buy a new one because I love that top. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need I need a new one though. Um, and then the other little bit of trivia is that we get our Stan Lee cameo in this yeah! episode. Did you guys see yeah. him? I didn't. Yeah, so it's when... Poster. It's not actually that obvious as some of the other episodes. Like, it's when Jess is following Matt and she passes this, like, sign on the uh, right of her and it's, like, him as the police commissioner oh, again, which he, yep. he is in this universe. Commissioner Stanley. I'll go back and look. I missed mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, it's quite cool. It's on the right-hand side. You don't see it super clear, but you can tell it's Stanley. Cool. You know. Uh, with that, it is time for quotes. Uh, Megan, do you want to go first? Uh, probably going to take everybody's, but I love Jessica's <laughs> thing. I'll punch you so hard, you'll make you see. I <laughs> 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 uh, that one. So I love that one. Uh, Moira? Another Jessica quote. Okay, you're the most full of shit lawyer I've ever met. <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and I think we should stop and appreciate the magnitude of that statement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Jessica. Oh. She's so awesome. Uh, Tammy. I'll do a Jessica quote as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Can I quote that? Don't answer. I'm going to quote that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I well, I need one that's not Jessica. Now. Okay. I've got a Colleen and Danny one. Right. Okay. This is Colleen and Danny. There's this mystical place called Kunlun, and it's... I can answer myself. Yeah. There's a mystical place called Kunlun. <laughs> I, had I had that then. as well. Yeah. Danny, stop mansplaining. Okay, you know? <laughs> yes. Or how about... He punched me. Yes. Yeah, you, you, you punch first. Seriously? How come he can't be hurt? What's the deal with that hand? I earned it. You what? <laughs> So- I like as well when uh, Danny says there was there was a dragon and then Luke just goes <laughs> no there wasn't <laughs> I like him just laughing in her face <laughs> um, and then of course I have part of Luke's quote uh, or his monologue uh, you may think you earned your strength but you had power the day you were born before the dragons before the chi you had the ability to change the world without getting anybody hurt so, yeah. yeah. I have a bit of a, a chilling quote as well, which is Alexandra, which was actually in the trailers, which is, you haven't lost everything, Mr. Rand, not yet. Yeah. I was like, ah! Yeah. Oh, I have a mask. So oh, awesome. And I'm Catholic. Oh, yeah. And I'm Catholic. I have a soft spot for hopeless causes. <laughs> oh, I love that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> um, Right, well, next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When he says that was a bad joke, and yeah. she's like, barely. <laughs> so good. Uh, right. Well, now it's time to rate the defender of the episode. Um, so, yeah. Well, Tammy, you've seen the Facebook group, so you know uh, how it's going. Yeah. But I, that's why I'm going to go to Moira first. Moira, who do you think wins this episode? I have not seen the Facebook group, just so you know. I apologize. Cool. I'm actually giving it to Jessica, and here is my reason. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Because yeah. 
she doubled back on that for one. <laughs> and managed to magically fly or however the heck she did that. Like nobody else would be able to, for, you know, to, to, to lose him as a tail. I just don't believe it. So I thought that was pretty astonishing. And plus she uses good old fashioned, you know, sleuthing PI know-how to figure out where to go and all about Midland Circle. Um, and she's mm-hmm. caustic and pithy and in all the right places. Um, <laughs> you can punch a man and then punch an elevator switch, almost like it's the same thing. So she just, she just blows me away. I know there's other awesome things, but, yeah, she just uh, won my heart over on this one. Okay, cool. Uh, Megan. Oh, tie between Luke and Jessica, I think. I'm not sure. Okay. Luke was like the heavy in the episode, like he had a lot to deal with too, so I'd probably go with Luke. With Luke, okay, cool. Uh, Tammy? And, and yes, I do know the way of the group, and I am split between the group and Luke. So I, if you want, I can kind of just mention where, last I checked where the group was going. Yeah. The last yeah. I checked where the group was going, they were going with Danny. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I'm split because I think that Danny had growth, but my issue with Danny is that growth should have really happened in his show, and it's really, it it almost annoys me that it's happening now, that it's taken this long. Um, mm-hmm. But I see it, and I get why he could be the defender of the episode, but I almost I have to go with Luke because Luke is the one that's actually bringing about that change in Danny. Hmm. Okay. And I I was really torn on this as well. I and it, it, it hurts me physically to say this, guys. <laughs> I was torn between everyone but Matt, only because oh I know it hurts me. It hurts me, guys. I'm like all yeah, my my too. Daredevil figures are like staring at me, accusingly. <laughs> um, but you know yeah. because I I I find I'm kind of blown away that Jessica managed to follow him without him realizing, and I'm like Matt, like I, I like what's what's happening, buddy? <laughs> you know, what's going on? Um, so I am gonna go. I loved Luke's speech. I love Jessica investigating. But because of the growth of Danny, which was only kind of hampered by the fact he needs to, he needs to like, like not, you know, not lose it every time someone mentions Kunlun, like he's about to cry. Um, But he did grow. I like the fact that he took what Luke said on board and he thought about it and he tried a different way to do things. And he accepted the fact that he's a bad businessman as well. (laughs) Uh, so I'm going to go with Danny. Cool. So what that means is in fourth place this week is Matt with zero. Sorry, oh, Matt. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in in third place is Jessica with one vote. In second place is Luke with two votes. And in first place is Danny with five votes. Danny is the defender of the episode. Yeah. yeah. So, so far, we have Jessica won episode one, Luke won episode two. Danny won episode three, mm. so does this mean Matt's going to win the next episode? I, mm. I hope for your sake he does. Yes. <laughs> yes. I hope so. And for okay. Megan. Megan is also the okay. big Daredevil fan I as well. I love you guys. Yeah. He does. <laughs> we need to spread the love yeah. around. <laughs> spread the love. 
That that poor boy needs some love as well. I mean, Come honestly, on. it hurts me every week. I I don't vote for Jessica because I really could. Honestly, like especially the yeah. Oh yeah. Together, I'm like, that's right. She's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> But she you made is such a good point about awesome. Danny after I listened to you. I thought, oh, that's very compelling. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's why I'm not I'm not heart pained by yeah. <laughs> I can live with it. I can live with it. <laughs> so we've got quite a bit of feedback, guys. I've got an email from Nutty, which has some sword trivia in it. Uh, Moira, would you like to read this one? If I can. With your dulcet tones, it is quite long. Uh, I've put it in Skype. Yeah, one second. So if you want to tag team it, we can. I'm looking. It says current call, and that's all it says. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Uh, Hang on. Trying to bring up. All right. Luke telling Danny off was awesome. He's not wrong. He's dead right. Danny has so much power, and he's focusing on the bottom. No, use that power. I think this is something yeah. that needs to be heard today, and I'm shocked. I haven't heard people complaining about it. Thankfully, I think the message is right, and people might be more willing to listen to it from someone they've already accepted as a hero. Or the people who disagree just aren't watching this show. Um, yeah, I haven't heard any complaints about it. And now oh, it's not letting me dial down to see more. Oh, there we go. Um, just a sec. Yep. I love Danny and Luke together. I love how Colleen and Claire... <laughs> Um, oh, there must be an R. R trying to get them to talk, not just posture. I really dig Jessica interacting with Matt and how much she just tells him off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The end fight was... Wait a minute, life? It was life. Oh, the end fight okay. was life. <laughs> I have my nitpicks about the fighting, but I won't bore people. It is much better than Iron Fist, so I'm trying to turn my brain off. I don't know Sigourney Weaver's uh, character from the comics, if she's in there, but I love her portrayal on screen. I love every, every outfit she wears, so do we. Hmm. And I love the little bit of Aikido, Aikido? Is that right? Aikido she yeah, used on Electra. Yeah. And I love that you know what technique yeah. she's using. That's so cool. I know. Yeah. Nutty, yeah, Nutty's Nutty, like our expert best, on this. Yeah. Electra yeah. passed over her normal weapon for not... Okay, now I can't say it. Waka, okay, Wakasashi's. Okay. I think so. Okay, those are not wakashatis. A wakashati, I'm sorry if I'm butchering that. <laughs> anyway, it's just a shorter <laughs> katana. You know, uh, like you see in the nice display stands often, there's a shorter one. I've used one, a really nice one, and like a katana, it is curved and has a distinct shape. It is not flat, nor can it be compressed with another blade to do that cool one blade to two thing she did in the end. Though, if she had picked um, an actual wakashati, wakashati yeah, it would make sense <laughs> for a person of her size. The one I have wielded belongs to a young woman who is about five foot, so it is a better size for her than the full-size katana like I use. Honestly, I'm thinking I ordered the wrong size because I think I like the shorter blade better. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm thinking, as usual, when I read these things or hear them from Nutty, that I don't want to cross Nutty. (laughs) No. Don't ever make her mad at me. Okay. Still, great ending, love the fighting, and the snark between the characters. Awesome. Thank you, Nutty. And thank you for the, the um, again, like, as always, the facts on the fighting and the, the swords and stuff, because I don't know any of that stuff, so I appreciate it. <laughs> you do my work for me. <laughs> so this is from Connor. Hello, greetings, well met, ahoy, hoy, etc., etc. Ahoy, ahoy, First off, some thoughts about the second episode. I agree that the intro is more like a Daredevil intro than anything else, and that's fine by me. By the way, Claire, you are not alone. Iron Fist's music was my favourite and the most memorable for me. 
I don't understand how you can get sad about Matt and Foggy fighting at this point, though. It's weird if they aren't fighting for me. Keep in mind, I stopped reading Wade's run at the end with the Monster Mash and haven't read past that, that he's talking about in the Mark Wade run of the comics. It makes me sad when they fight. They should be BFFs forever and ever. Um, anyway, on to the actual episode. Was anyone else hoping the dude in the white hat was going to be a pimp? <laughs> like that white hat pimp in the Deadpool crossover? Can't remember his name, but I do remember he turned into salt somehow. What? Maybe he's going to turn into salt, guys. Uh, props to Finn Jones and his stuntman as well, having to do all these moves and act like you are bouncing off Mike Coulter. At least Mike just got to stand there doing nothing. I'll add about Luke and Danny's first meeting in Power Man number 48. Luke broke into Danny's apartment to kidnap Misty since he was being blackmailed. Claire was being held hostage, if I recall, which resulted in Luke getting punched through a couple of buildings. <laughs> I wish I didn't watch any trailers. Luke punching Danny and Jess meeting Matt were completely ruined by them. Save the best bits for the show, damn it. Kingpin reveal in Daredevil season two was amazing because they made sure no trailers gave it away. On to the current episode. Sorry, but I have to call bullshit on Matt not sensing Jessica right behind him as he did blind man parkour. No way his super senses would, wouldn't pick her up. He picks up ninjas with no heartbeats and Jess probably smells like my mum on football night. Oh. Uh, bourbon. Bourbon, oh, okay. apparently. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> fight at the end was amazing and I think the part in the boardroom is the best fight of the season by far. I also like how Matt straight up smashes Jessica's camera. Props to Luke for pointing out that beating up the lackeys on the ground is pointless and props to Danny for then taking that kung fu to the executives. As for Luke, he came off pretty peach, uh, pretty peachy. I mean, he is pretty peachy. I, mean, uh, I will say that again. As for Luke, he came off pretty preachy and annoying in his scene with Danny. He had some good points, but did he realise the kid was dissolving bodies with acid? Just saying it's a bit more full on than stealing to feed himself. And yeah, Danny was privileged before he lost everything. He was 10 years old, not like he had a chance to learn how to be a normal person and use his money effectively. Before the dragons and chi, Luke says he was privileged. That's like saying before you lost all your money and your legs fell off, <laughs> you were privileged. Think the whole scene could have been written much better. Luke just comes off as oblivious to anything about Danny and self-righteous, letting his preconceptions rule him. Or maybe that was the point? I don't know. Should have just taken lines from the comics. I think that's my thoughts on the episode. I haven't rewatched any past one, so they are a bit of a blur for me. I'm sure you guys will remind me of stuff. Keep it up. P.S. Yes, Sigourney, we get it. You're old. Connor. <laughs> Thanks, Connor. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Because obviously, like with that scene, yeah, I uh, the Luke and Danny scene. At all, but sure. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, 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 I kind of, that immensely. <laughs> <laughs> I feel if you're born, unfortunately, you're born as, uh, you know, you, you are born as what with, you're born with opportunity as, 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 as a white exactly. male. I mean, you have a lot of opportunity, unfortunately. Um, I wish the world worked otherwise, but that it seems to be the way it works. The way the world works. Yeah. And I, yeah. and I think speaking <laughs> as a white woman, which means I yep. have privilege because I know it, um, Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you you have friends that are people of color and you talk about this stuff and you have any clue what it's like to be oh, in that position, 
you don't even realize how easy you have it. You honestly no. don't. No. Right? And so to yeah, say to yeah. say that that Luke is is being unreasonable there, I don't agree either. I think he's he's giving him a reality check because when you are a white person and you've never been pulled over by the cops just because of the color of your skin and you have no idea that that even happened, then no, you have no freaking clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I'm I think like, without without that reality check, you yeah. wouldn't have seen the growth that you saw in Danny's character. Period. End of story. Like that would not have happened because we had a whole season of Iron Fist where it did not happen. So mm-hmm. it needed to happen. It needed to happen the way it did. It needed to come from Luke. And no, sorry, Danny losing his parents at 10, he still had privilege. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if he knew how yeah. to manage money. Because it wouldn't occur to him. It's, it's like I'm if you're talking, too angry about this. I'm so well, sorry. But it's like if you're talking no, about okay. Somali pirates, right? Well, why are Somali pirates pirates? Because Somali pirates have no money and no opportunity. And, and you know, People yeah. do things when they think they have no choices. So, yeah. you know, easy to judge till you're there. Yeah. So for Luke to say to him, yeah, yeah is... don't don't pick on the little guy. You don't, you know, he's just trying to feed his family. Of course, what he's doing isn't right. That isn't the point. Like he, you know, there's bigger yeah. evils in the yeah. world, right? I mean, Connor, Connor is 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 right as well that the, you know this guy is dissolving bodies with acid. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Luke knew that. That's horrific. Yeah. Um, but still, I I agree with like you guys. I think Danny does have privilege um, from the day he was born, um, growing up in in uh, America, yeah, being a think, white and male. Think, um, and I think the trick is you can't hate the person for having the privilege. You have to. It's like both sides. You have to recognize they don't. I'm saying they, meaning me too, don't understand <laughs> how much privilege until somebody mm-hmm. gives you a reality check, right? Yeah, and, and I, and I don't think that that's. Yeah, and I don't. I don't feel like when I watched that, that that was what Luke's intention was. It was just to give him a reality check, like you're saying, Maura. It wasn't to berate him because he has privilege. It was to tell him, you don't realize how much privilege you have. Therefore, you're doing things the wrong Mm -hmm. way. You are taking it to people who do not deserve what you're about to do. And from Luke's perspective, it really did look like Danny was going to kill Cole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Also, Danny uh, Luke doesn't know the full extent of Danny's powers no, um, at not. this point, so he has no idea if he would have killed him or not. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't know this and guy. Considering so. Danny's chi goes in and out on his fist, Danny doesn't. <laughs> know. So Danny could have yeah. thought like maybe I was just gonna punch this guy, but then his iron fist just lit up. Like I don't know what's going on with Danny's chi right now, but it's not working. It's on the fritz. <laughs> it's a bit like the Wi-Fi connection. It comes and goes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. um, I just want to check, Megan. Are you are you back? Oh, right. Megan, uh, you're showing up as being on. I know. I'm just gonna message her. She messaged me to say she lost us, so I added her back. Can you hear us? Oh, I hope she hasn't gone. Uh, I'm gonna carry on anyway. Um, so we got a voicemail as well, um, which we love getting from Wu. It is a very long voicemail, however, so I, I love getting voicemails, Wu, but I am going to um, edit it slightly and then edit it into the episode afterwards, um, just because we we um, we don't really have the time for a very long um, voicemail, unfortunately. I know one of the things we talked about in the voicemail was it has just been the birthday of Jack Kirby, and, uh, and he wanted to mention that because obviously without Jack Kirby... 
um, there would be no Daredevil. There would be none of a lot of these characters. So um, I, I definitely agree. Yeah. But what I will do is I will um, put that in after this as well. I think my favorite scene from a dialogue dramatic standpoint was the scene between Matt Murdock and Jessica Jones. I loved how Kristen Ritter with just a, a subtle eye movement, her whole attitude changed. Gone was the courageous, smart detective and she reverted slightly into the victim under Kilgrave's control. And I just love the psychology of this scene from the standpoint of Matt Murdock can't necessarily see Jessica Jones's facial expressions. I mean, he literally can't. He can see the outline of Jessica bo- Jessica's body, but she can't. But he cannot see her facial expressions at all. But by the way, Kristen Ritter changed her tone from the line that she says of, "What part of I know the drill? Did you not understand?" He got the message that the interview or this consultation needed to end. And I love how Jeff Loeb, the head of Marvel Television, is subtly planting seeds for Jessica Jones season two. And this isn't a spoiler for anybody that reads Marvel news on the internet. Claire even mentioned it last week or in the first episode of the Defenders review that David Tennant's Kilgrave will be back. We don't know in what form, but I love the idea of just because your accuser's gone does not mean that they have no control over you anymore. The sad fact is, in an abusive relationship, that's going to stay with the abusee probably for the rest of their life. That's not something that you can shake, unfortunately. And I love that even in this episode, even if it's not what this episode's about, Kilgrave is still a main character in this Marvel Street level universe. The thing I loved about Danny and Luke's scene in Colleen's dojo is that it continues the great Marvel tradition of even though heroes are on the same side, that does not mean they agree with each other's methods or that they even like each other, which started with Johnny Storm and Ben Grimm and has never really stopped in Marvel. And what I loved about this scene is it really shows the audience, even if you're a Luke Cage fan, even if you're a Danny Rand fan, the issues, the flaws of each character, Luke can't see beyond his street and Danny can't see beyond himself. And it really reminded me of that one, my favorite scene in Captain America Civil War after Secretary Ross has left after delivering the Sokovia Accords. No one is wrong in that scene. No one is totally right in that scene. And the thing is, neither side or willing to look at each other's point of view and that's what what separates Marvel superheroes from almost any fiction characters out there is because that is what the drama or the interplay or the conflict between characters that's why they can never truly be as good of friends as they want to be because 
their methods or the way they look at the world that stops that from happening you know solidifying friendship thank you guys for the feedback i love getting feedback from you guys and you know whether you loved an episode you hated it you disagree with what we say honestly feel free to send it because you know like we had today with that scene and with connor's feedback i i love if we have different opinions it gets conversation going i think it's really cool um i will try to keep my so if you disagree with us (laughs) then don't don't feel scared when i send my feedback which is usually uh voice feedback i try to keep it under three minutes (laughs) yeah three three minutes is probably about the maximum it's only because we obviously get quite a bit of feedback and we have to put it all in um yeah but we love we love getting feedback guys so and thanks for everyone for voting for defender of the the episode as well because i love seeing what people vote for every week yeah it's really cool uh so next week guys we have the episode royal dragon um and the description is as the defenders get to know each other over dinner they're greeted (laughs) which sounds amazing i love the sounds they're greeted by a series of party crashes, none of them friendly, which makes it sound like a really fun episode. Oh my God. <laughs> sounds great. So like is, a load of stoners just they, turn up and are like, hey, food. There's a royal dragon in the name of the restaurant, the Chinese restaurant they go to. to eat. I, I'm not saying, okay, Moira. What? How dare you think I'm that guessing. I will spoil you? Just guessing. <laughs> what episode are they going to finally go to uh, group therapy? Uh, that's in the next episode oh, okay, when they, they have Great. group therapy at a restaurant by a psychiatrist <laughs> <laughs> Megan says she's not saying as well unfortunately Megan's microphone has not stopped, uh, stopped yeah, working but Megan says as well she's not saying, saying. <laughs> yeah exactly Megan is literally not saying <laughs> um, so this is where I will thank our lovely lovely guests for coming on um, thank you Megan I know you can't speak you have to like talk through us, like Black Bolt in the Inhumans. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. Did you want to promote anything, like anywhere people can follow you? or? Oh, oh. yeah, we are doing ratings, Tammy. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, we need to do ratings. Yeah, oh, I'm way ahead of myself. Too. This is getting close. Oh, man. <laughs> I completely I was, skip ratings. Well, I was trying to do it secretively, but yes, now yes. Now. <laughs> You're typing your rating to us while you're talking <laughs> to the rest of us. Yes. <laughs> Megan, please type your rating to us. Um, right, we really should rate this episode. Okay. Moira, would you like to rate this episode? I would love to do so. I really enjoyed this because, oh my God, we got all four defenders together. Woohoo! So how can that not be exciting? Um, yeah. And I won't babble on too much. I am going to give it um, nine out of ten Electra sniffs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Megan, do you have a rating if you can hear me? If you do, if you want to type it in, you can. Oh, she's typing. Oh, Megan's typing. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> awesome. Uh, t- uh, oh, okay. Nice. Megan gives it 8 out of 10 Jessica snarks. <laughs> and then we have a little tongue sticky outy face. Yeah. Thank you, Megan. That's awesome. awesome. Uh, Tammy, do you want to go next? Sure. I love, 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 love this episode. Like, this episode... Out of watching Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and now Defenders, this is the first time I am like, why can I not watch the next episode right away? <laughs> I, I honestly have not felt this strongly to watch the next episode as as this one unit has made me. So, um, awesome. I love it. I can't think of anything I really dislike about it, so I'm giving it 10 out of 10 big gold pants. Wow. Wow. That is awesome. Awesome. 
Um, yeah, I, I love this episode as well. There are a few points that I think are a bit slow, uh, a bit slower, but there's some great character stuff like Jessica visiting um, uh, Michelle, the, the widow. It's kind of like a very short scene, but I like that we get Jessica apologizing to the daughter. Just like little moments like that, quieter moments I really like. Um, get some, I mean, the fighting in this, this episode is incredible. Mm. It, it's so good. And the inter like the like just Luke and Danny talking it, it is great I love it it go yeah I mean I was so excited to see the next episode after this one um I'm gonna give it 9.5 out of 10 secret Stanley cameos <laughs> neat or something neat. I don't know uh so that gives this episode 9.125 out of 10. <laughs> awesome. So highest rated episode, I think, so far. Uh, yeah, which is very cool. Uh, right, now, uh, thank you, Tammy, it's time for me to thank our guests. <laughs> uh, Megan, is there anything you want to promote? If you do, you can type it, but big thank you to you. I'm so glad you got to come on. And obviously you have to be back for future seasons, whether it's when we do Punisher or something else. And Moira, while Megan is typing, uh, do you want to promote anything? I just uh, happily jump onto podcasts hither and yon whenever I feel <laughs> the urge to do so. So thank you for having me yet again. I love being here. It's fun. Absolutely. Thank you for our feedback um, that you've sent us or your feedback. Yes, sorry, I, that you I, sent I, us. Yes, I will and send more. Last week I was lame. I, I couldn't do it. Taking my kid to college again, but this, you know, I, I will be better. <laughs> I will say, uh, I think you guys will like next week's episode. Oh, That's what I say. Uh, Megan says that she hasn't got anything to promote right now, but she's looking to start her own podcast. Um, but she's just having a few technical issues at the moment, which <laughs> is kind of funny because her microphone's not working at the moment. But um, definitely keep us like up to date on that, Megan, because then we can uh, promote that for you because that sounds really cool. Uh, and yay, we need more awesome podcasts. Uh, and uh, Tammy, do you have anything to promote? Uh, Calvi like, podcast. Uh, what? <laughs> what? We just did a Christmas episode because Christmas in September. What? What? Oh, lots of fun. Uh, yeah, and Calvich Fashion Cast. Yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, yeah, go have a listen <laughs> if you want to hear about Quantum Leap fashions. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Moira, do you want to take us out with an Excelsior? <laughs> I would be happy to. Let's see. <laughs> Prepare myself. Excelsior! Woo! Bye, guys! Back next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives, 3.0, Unported International License. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it, you can't change it, and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!